Welcome to the very first episode of Prattle with Trey Vane for connoisseurs of casual conversation. Each week, my guests and I will chit-chat about one of their obsessions that captures their interests and their soul. And this week, this is a podcast of a killer, Bella. Let's go. Brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, spectacular, never the same, totally unique, completely not afraid to reference or unreference. All of these things are qualities that describe our very first guest. Our inaugural guest to prattle, Priya Solanke, is a multi-hyphenate, project manager, tattoo titan, icon, pillar of the community, and one of my best friends, and one of my favorite people on the planet. Please welcome Priya to Prado. Hello. Oh my God. Hello. I love being, what did you say? A pillar of the community? A pillar of the community, the heart and soul of Bushwick, some I'm, would say. I'm Many the, would say. I hope they say it. I am the mayor of Bushwick. And yes. I'm not doing a good job. <laughs> and you can write a letter to my team and we'll we'll work it out later. The roads are shit. There's no water. It's fine. Okay, whoa. <laughs> okay, I don't control the weather. And I don't control the roads. So Priya is, I knew I wanted Priya as my first guest because I've known Priya for seven years? More. Six years? Nine. Nine? Oh, that's beautiful. Nine <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. Nine years. I met Priya my very first day of college, actually. And I was, well, was it the first day? Yeah, it was the first day. And I was really not having, I was not, I did not like the beginning of college. I'm a person, I like structure. And I was like, there's too much stuff to do. And I went to all the little Welcome Week events, and I walk in, and I see someone running the rock, paper, scissors, right? Yes. I was Welcome Week leader at NYU. In uh, NYU, NYU. Uh, Redact that. Like, <laughs> like cut that. Um, and I genuinely, like, could not have given less of a shit. And I think it That's was beautiful. very evident when I was just, like, up there being like, all right, we're all going to, like, play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, it's not that hard. Everybody knows how to do it. Just, like, play it. <laughs> and I was um, entranced by your energy of, I'm here. I'm doing a job. I don't give a fuck. So I was really into it. And the end of the thing, I was, like, after it was over, I walked up to Pri and I was, like, hey, like, thanks for, like, doing this event. It was super cool. And they walked right back. First of all, when I stopped you, you go, huh? And I was, like, <laughs> I was, like oh, no. I was, like, I was, like, annoying you. And I was, like, I just want to say you were amazing. And, like, you're incredible. And that you were, like, okay, thanks. And then you walked away. To be fair, it was, like, literally because I'm just an anxious person. <laughs> and, like, I think back then I was much more anxious than I am now and, like, could not handle, like, strangers on the street talking to me. And, like... That's fair. I also... I'm, I'm loud. So I'm sure I was, like... I'm sure, like, I'm, like, I tried to headphones on and then you startled me and then I just didn't... And I was, like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and then I just was, like, I've got to keep moving. But that started... I was, like, I want to be friends with that person. And nine fucking years later... We're here. Well, you we're blacked right out couch. three of them, so. I did. I, I just can't count. It's not a blackout. I, I just you can't said count. Actually, I'm erasing the I'm middle I'm honestly three just illiterate. So one of the reasons why I think we are such good friends is because I think we both really adore pop culture, but we really like really yes. different things. Like our music taste is, well, similar, but different. I think our music taste is like two people who 
I don't know where I'm going with this. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I think our music taste is tangential. Like, I would say mm. that, like, you could convince me to listen to something. I could convince you to listen to something. But neither of us would land on the same artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Organically, like, we're going to bring different people to the table. But we'll probably like all of them. We actually just went to a concert of someone I had no idea about. And it was, like, amazing. Yeah. And so, like, in, like, the music that makes a lot of sense, too. And you also have opened my eyes to a lot of things that I wasn't interested in until you showed me the beauty of it, one of them being A Star is Born, where we watched yes. it the day that the sky was black from Canada fires. And we watched it and I like saw the light of it. And you also opened my eyes to the beauty of Twilight Woo! and the beauty of our topic today on Prattle, Robert Pattinson. Our Pat's in the building. Well, he's not here. Oh. We have our Pat's here. He walks in. Oh my gosh, like a gotcha he show. walked in, I genuinely would walk out like, like <laughs> I cannot be in a space with him. Like he's so beautiful. He is first like of he all. is. Like, and I, I didn't think he was hot the first time I saw him. When was Actually, that? For a while. I feel like I like when like when Twilight when I was in middle school or high school and Twilight came out. I was like, uh, oh, Taylor Lautner's hotter than him. But I didn't see the movie, so I didn't like watch. Now that I've watched the movies, Robert Pattinson is like the hottest one in the movie. But like from the outside, I wasn't seeing it. But now I see it. Deeper. Honestly, like, I don't even think I have many statements on his hotness in the Twilight era. Yeah. Especially in the first two films. I was kind of like, I don't know if you're hot or just weird and, like, <laughs> looking like that. Like, I don't know. I couldn't, like, figure it out. Um. So what was your first movie that you saw of Robert Pattinson? It definitely was Twilight. Yeah. Well, because I remember specifically not to really be a little freak. Okay. But, you know, it's like everybody was reading Twilight. If you were 12 to 15 at the time Twilight came out, yeah. even I don't know if teens are reading it now. I hope they are. I'm sure they're not. I think it's having a renaissance. I think it's like kind of back in I vogue. think it's back. Like I think it's it had a moment where when we, around our age, when, it, when the books were actively coming out, like in 2008 to 2014 or whatever, everyone was reading them. And I remember like the concept of Edward in the book is like, he's supposed to be the most like beautiful man on earth. Oh. You know, he's like this stunning, perfect vampire. And then they cast this guy and I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, actually he was in the Harry Potter before. Yeah. But I don't think I clocked that. Like I think afterwards, like I looked into him and I was like, oh, he was randomista in one episode, of, not one episode, one of the Harry Potters. Yeah. He was Cedric Diggory, right? Yeah. And like that didn't strike me because it's just like a random role and then spoiler alert, he dies. And <laughs> I've seen it. And, and I know that's 2023. Also, yeah. I'm not gonna be yeah. like I and I gave a spoiler alert. So nobody <laughs> Also, out. fuck you, JK. We'll spoil your book. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, and I was just kind of like, I don't know if this man is gonna live up to the idea of what we all, these horny teen girls imagined yeah. Edward Cullen to look like. But I saw him when I was um looking up stuff about Robert Hudson, he said that he was really nervous to take Twilight because he was like, I can't live up to, like, the perfect nature of Edward. And it's funny because I feel like now it's, I mean, I guess this happens whenever you just do a good job, but I can't imagine anyone else being Edward Cullen. And I can't imagine Edward Cullen being, like, a himbo jock beauty. Is that what she, is that what Stephanie Meyer was saying? That she was like, he was a himbo jock, gorgeous, built man. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh. I think it was like an, I think she wrote him with, like, femininity. Like, very much oh. like a feminine beauty to him. That was, like, not what you would – like, not the – like, he was the opposite of beauty in terms of, like, the dichotomy of, like, a high school quarterback versus, like, him. Oh, I, I, think, I don't okay. remember. Uh, I'm definitely giving that woman boy. a lot of credit, and I know she's problematic, and we don't – Stephanie? Yeah. Oh, is it just the Mormonism? I don't know. I think it's, like, a lot about her, like – 
the way she writes Native Americans and ultimately how they're oh, okay, like, yeah. you know, in the movie. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, she wrote a lot about Native Americans that you, you question. <laughs> so where'd you get all that from? Yeah. She said, I don't know, I was just making so up. So what made you think you could write about Native Americans? That's not why we're here. Stephanie Meyer. That's not why we're here. If you had to rank the Twilight movies, could you do it? I think so. Okay, let's hear it. I think Twilight is the best one. Twilight is the one I've seen the most. Twilight is a movie that when I am drunk, I will go watch the baseball scene. Like, <laughs> I will just go to the baseball scene, watch it, and say, that was perfect. And I'll, like, go to bed. Um, I think the first Twilight is, like, one of the more most, like, I don't know. I just feel like the director, I don't know why they switched the director after. Because I feel like it was such a perfect, beautiful, like, unique approach to the, you know what I mean? Like, it felt yeah. like its own movie. And then I did, like, the other directors after but the first one was just like little, literally so special. And also when he had to like, uh, him throwing up when he smells her is always amazing. Oh or my God. He's like absolutely, he's, he's always such a good actor. And like, yeah. I feel like it almost sounds facetious to say that about Twilight, but it's so funny knowing that like Kristen Stewart, I was about to say Kristen Bell, Kristen, <laughs> Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson are like indie darlings. And like, yeah. they both say this a lot. And I think it is one of the funniest things they can say, but Twilight was an indie film. Like, it was made by Summon Entertainment, which oh, yeah. was an independent, like, production studio that wasn't bought till, like, 2012. Wow. Like, years after the first Twilight came out. And, like, people were like, why did you take Twilight? And I'm like, the potential for it to be huge for their careers was there. Yeah. And I do think it aligns with the type of movies that, like, Robert Pattinson continues to choose for himself. Like, I think of all yeah. the oddballs he's chosen, it's like... Batman is actually the weirdest choice. I was I was shocked when they were like Robert Pattinson's Batman because I'm like, is he gonna get like jacked? And like, was he? I don't remember. You know, he wasn't that. You don't even like need to be jacked because you just put on the, <laughs> the suit, suit with the built-in pants. <laughs> yeah, like the suit does the work. I could be I could be You're in the suit, You're and Batman. I could look like I have abs, like <laughs> and pecs. Like it'd be crazy. But I guess he does always <laughs> choose like the okay because also before this pre was like you have to watch. About Time or good, good Time? Good Time. Good Time. About Time is a separate but great movie, though. And he does, like, Good Time did remind me a little bit of, like, his... And I also was reading the synopsis of Remember Me, and that kind of seems like an Edward Cullen vibe. So I guess he's always, like, the brooding... He kind of always approaches masculinity in, like, a very interesting... Because he's, like, people... Like, the girls and the gays really love him, but he's not, like... He's still very, like, masculine and manly, whatever that means. So it's weird that, like... He's kind of for the gays and the girls, too. Or he does I, it in a way that it's not offensive or, like, off-putting to the girls and the gays. I don't think he's actually is for the girls and the gays. Really? No. I think I am I am the girls and gays as a non-binary person. <laughs> I am all of those things. And I love him. But I think if you're to look at his fan base, one, I don't think he's gone as flowers. I, like, want this yeah, man definitely... to be everywhere. I want him to be in my home even. <laughs> and, <laughs> first, and, and first and foremost. I'm just kidding. I'm scared of that. But like, I think there is a subsection of, unfortunately, like white film boys who love him. Mm. Like one time Pete Davidson just randomly, like I think, I don't remember which late night show. I want to say it was Jimmy Fallon. Robert Pattinson was on Jimmy Fallon like around the time Good Time came out. And then Pete Davidson was there just because I think he wanted to be there and likes Robert Pattinson and, like, wanted to meet him. And oh, he was wow. like, dude, I love you. Like, I love your work. Like, you're the best actor. And I was like... I can see that for them, too. They're yeah. both, like, outskirt, like, brooding, like, I'm damaged, but, like, I'm but, like, still... But, like, good people. They're good. I don't even think I that's like a both good of affiliation of Robert Pattinson. Because then he's, like, on the show, like, laughing and, like, humble and is like, oh, my God, like... 
he's like taken aback by that characterization of his own acting, which I find like oh. very interesting because I think it's true that he's not a mainstream actor. He like yeah. works with very specific directors and like chooses very specific movies. And then it's like he but he has a a lot of people love him. And when people love his work, they like really do. I mean, I am obviously in that camp of people. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting is like I think Pete Davidson is a very good like idea of the type of people who like are a fan of him yeah like good time is a movie that like only like white guys you're right because it was watch. you're right because it's like kind of about like he's just i mean it's the most stressful thing in the world safety brothers are like amazing at that like oh. it's just like it makes you like want to like jump out of your skin but he basically is like like his brothers in jail and he's like it's like all the underworld underground stuff that i feel like they usually do so i guess that is you're right that is not really like the girls, the girlies and the gays, even though like it is, but it's like not, I guess, for them specifically. So have you, you've like liked everything you've seen him in or is it like you have, yes, sometimes Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> absolutely not. Here's my thing. I think, I actually was thinking about this today a lot. I think no matter what he is in, he has given a really good performance. Yeah, he takes his shit seriously. He, I think he picks his role specifically. He thinks about the directors he's working with. He thinks about the role itself and like what he wants to embody within it. And I think he always does a great job. I think he picks horrible movies to be in. Aww. Honestly, like, I have watched most of this man's films, and it is, like, not a fun exercise, like, to watch <laughs> his films. Like, I'm sorry, Remember Me is insane. Water for Elephants is insane. Um, yeah, I think insane. nobody, nobody yell at me, but I think The Lighthouse is garbage. Okay, I really liked The Lighthouse. I, I really, really liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun. Like, him and Willem Dafoe is, like, this kind of, like, I don't know. They were like brother, father, son, husband, husband. It was we. I don't know. It was just a lot going on. But I thought it was really pretty. That was really freaky. And he's like really amazing. And also to be like with Willem Dafoe and go to. T well, I guess Robert Pattinson is like. It's not like he doesn't need to prove himself anymore because he really is like an amazing actor. But I was super into it. I think that's the thing. It's like I just don't think it was for me, which is very fair. And I appreciated the film. Like I watched it and I was like, it's only ninety minutes. Like it's not that long. Yeah. And honestly, like, he gives a fantastic performance. Incredible. And I think it is, like, a really good indication of, like, his, like, timing for comedy. Like, he actually, to me, mm. is, like, one, if you ever watch an interview of him, it is so funny. Like, he is. <laughs> he, like, hates it. Well, he doesn't hate his life, but you can tell he's, like, it's actually, playing with them. Yeah. I think he's, it's, personally, one who's watching all of his interviews. I actually think it's very beautiful to see his own, like, journey of his fame and like movie choices mm -hmm. like he goes back now and he was talking about how he's like seen twilight and he's like honestly he's like i'm glad i picked that movie and i'm glad i did yeah. that role and it like was so foundational and like he used to like obviously seem so miserable that he was in twilight yeah. and it's so nice to for him to like or at least you know this is my perception of it obviously but like for it to seem like he's come around to the understanding of how like important that film is to so many people and to like his entire existence like yeah and like to be like a heartthrob like that's just so cool well, i guess i mean i can see how that's annoying because if you want to be like a serious actor i honestly feel like jacob alordi is kind of going through like a similar situation where like he hates the kissing booth movies like he literally like, would rather die than talk about them and he's but he's trying to like i think he's kind of doing the robert pattinson playbook now that i'm thinking about it out loud like i do think it's similar in the sense that like jacob lordy like being in like em emerald fennel's like salt burn i think that's gonna be and like, priscilla and priscilla i think those are both very interesting plays that yeah. i think will could push him in a robert pattinson direction and i hope it does because obviously i think robert pattinson has never done anything wrong except the dead movies he's been in but like <laughs> <laughs> except, except some of those and we were robbed in the lighthouse the director said they 
had a shot where it was like a match cut between the lighthouse and it was supposed to be Robert Pattinson jerking off, but they said it was too much and they took it. That off. was too much, honestly. It, like, it is a lie. It and also lie, just yeah. like from a like perspective of like what's going on on set like that should they shouldn't <laughs> yeah. be like allowing that to happen like yeah, i don't know money for like, dicks. yeah and robert pattinson know. said it was a double body double and he didn't like he was like confused why it would be in the movie so okay. probably all for the best with mr art pats <laughs> over there but if he ever wants to you know what robert do what you gotta do um <laughs> you say porn can be indie. Porn, porn <laughs> and porn can and should be indie. I'm literally um, always saying that. Yeah, Trey really is always saying that. It's only a little weird how much he says that. <laughs> do you feel, are, do you find, are you a fan of a lot of movie stars? Or he's just is like the movie star that like kind of captured your interests <laughs> and like is a, a exception to the rule? I don't think I am a fan of any other movie star in the way I'm a fan of him. Because I think okay. you know the people that I like obsess over. Yeah. And none of them not movie stars. are movie stars. And one, I'm not a big movie watcher. Like, I'm not, you know, that you could list 100 movies and I've probably seen three of them. And <laughs> Shrek 1, Shrek 2, Shrek 3. Well, you didn't say one Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't actually, like, come on. Twilight. The opportunity was there and you didn't even take it. Come on. But no, I think, like, I genuinely feel like he is one of the greatest actors of our time. Like, I right now would bet you $300 that he's going to win an Oscar in, like, 2026. You heard it here. Okay. Or 2025. Whatever year. You heard it here first. The Oscars are for his next movie. Like, I think he's Oh, you said win. it's coming, like, right. Okay, it's coming he soon. He's going to be the star. Oh, is it Mickey 317 Mickey, or whatever? Like, Mickey 17. He's going to be the star of a Bong Joon-ho movie. Yeah. He is playing the unlock. titular Mickey. Like, Tony <laughs> Collette and Mark Ruffalo. Like, it's a great oh, cast. Oh, yeah. They're, great they're loading that up. They're loading that up. And he is a spectacular. Like, he has this movie, High Life, which it the in the movie, I don't know how long it is, but I would say 90% of the movie is just him on screen. He is wow. like alone in space and then with raising a baby. And I don't love movies that are like slow and syrupy and like you you have to really sit in it. And his performance carries that entire film. Like Damn. you're just watching him go mad in space essentially and like trying to raise his daughter and trying to help him survive. And like- I love a descent into madness. It's amazing. And I like- do. Never once in that movie am I, like, bored or exhausted by the premise. Like, it's just yeah. always so good because he is so good and you just want to root for him. Like, Is he, like, speaking? Like, how is – is it, like, a lot of dialogue or no dialogue? Like, there's a babe I – mean, It's yes, a quiet film for a lot of it, which is even Ooh. more fascinating. Like, I think that he has such range in his acting. Like, I think he would thrive in a comedic role. I think he has. He did yeah. that one – I forgot the name of it, but that, like, like country movie that starts with a B – and he's so funny in it. And country like, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. He's country boy. Um, and it's like a weird comedic like movie about cowboys or something. And he's so funny in it. Like he does like a weird accent. Like it, but he's so good. Or like he's in The King. And oh, I haven't seen that. I love to me. Honestly, I do think The King is not a good movie. And yet anytime I see a movie for him which is if he's in a movie I'm watching it I'm not watching because I care about the movie honestly yeah. and The King was that case I was like I love Timothee <laughs> I love you Timothee um, I love Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson is in that movie for about seven minutes and it is I think like the best seven minutes of the movie and also some of the funniest acting I have ever seen I've got to see him in a funny role because I feel like did he do SNL? I'm seeing him on SNL, but I'm, I think I made that up because I no. feel like he wouldn't have done that. Which is fascinating because Kristen Stewart has done SNL. And she's incredible. There's, if you, oh my gosh, if you ever want to see like the best SNL sketch, 
do a Kristen Stewart pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Yeah, Sabine. I'm a lesbian. I know. Sabine. <laughs> Sabine, it's her and Vanessa Bayer, and they just become like lesbian lovers, strangers <laughs> to lovers within like, 30 minutes. Um, and with the Tina pizza rolls, it's actually incredible. Um, he's like, I am a lesbian. Um, yeah, I, I would love for him to do SNL. And if he's doing this big movie, well, they don't really do SNL for like. I indie. don't think. Well, he, I guess is it indie if it's Bong Joon Ho? I don't think like, it's indie film, but I also don't think he would do it. Like, I'm sure he has been offered SNL. Like, even before yeah. Batman, I'm sure he was offered. Oh my SNL. gosh, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he was just he is, has also like gone on record of like he is really out of the eye of media. Like, yeah. he will he does press tours, but that is like the most he does. Like, yeah. he is not seen. Like, he's barely papped. Like, he does I don't not think he has an Instagram. Interviews. I was trying to find. He his doesn't Instagram. have any social media. Like. It's so funny, like, even, like, Sookie Waterhouse, you do not see him on any of her social media. Wow. Like, he is not, he keeps to himself. I really respect people like that because I truly don't understand that. Like, I don't understand how you can do that. But I guess if you're that rich and famous and it's like, why would you, like, why are you, you why would you post? Like, if you're booked, you don't yeah. need to, like. I think he's also just so about the art form that I yeah. could see him being, like, having to become a social media presence is, like, not why he acts. I would kill for, a, like, that uh, Vanity Fair, like, Actors on Actors series with him and Jacob Elordi. I feel like they would have, like, such a really great... Has he, has he done one of those? I wonder. Honestly, he might have. I don't know. There's been so many of those. There's always so many people at those tables. <laughs> so Too many people at the no, table. No, I'm not even joking. Yeah. I'm like, someone's like, didn't they do that? I'm like, you can throw 15 million people yeah, at Yeah, no, I definitely don't look at the round tables. No, it's too much. Some of them are really good. Like, you'll, I will watch the snippets and think, wow, that was, like poignant but I'm like I'm not gonna watch however long these are I also um one of my favorite Robert Pattinson situations is that sexy ass GQ shoot where it's like the blue background he has like like white blonde hair he's like beat was that for Batman or is that just like I don't know just whatever I think he, he is really handsome was like he's really like and also that like shoe was like when I was like okay wow he's not like because he was named sexiest man alive two years in a row in 2008 and 2009 and I feel like... And that was too soon. because That wasn't, was too soon. At that moment in time, he wasn't even close to being the sexiest man alive. No, he was like, you know, one of the child, sexiest honestly. guys on the West Coast, maybe, but... Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, definitely not the sexiest man alive. But today, he could like probably take Today, that. he is just so stunning. Like, even like his Dior ads, like him Ooh. being like one of the like muses of Dior is like so fascinating to me. Because I'm like, of course, he's, he's stunning. How could you not be inspired I also love <laughs> by <him>. this man? <laughs> I also love how he's like so like handsome, stunning. And then also he has like the most incredibly awkward unphotogenic pictures on the planet around he, the internet like yes, the brown sweatsuit <laughs> but that is also like i don't even know what what is that like from i don't even no know no one knows he looks bewildered he didn't <laughs> yeah. know the picture's gonna be taken like, like i don't know i don't even know if that's like real or if it's just like so many iterations on the internet it's fake and it's always been fake like you know there's an inner like yeah. the poot lovato thing is fake and i like never knew that and i was like you just broke the story to me right <laughs> here on the couch what do you mean like the pic like that wasn't her in the picture or that picture was edited that picture was edited <laughs> i also i also famously am like I don't know. I'm very online. I've always been online, but I'm the worst when it comes to avoiding fake news and fake information. Like I'll read something on Twitter. I'm like, this is true. And like, and I don't know what to do. Like, don't I don't admit to do that. that. <laughs> it's true though. It's true. And with Poot Lovato, I'm like, I guess. But then, like, what did they edit? Like, they just made it whitewash so it looked like I, she's bald. I, I couldn't look into it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> in the You're way right. that I can't look into if the Robert Pattinson image is real or fake, because I need it to be real. Yeah, he also looked like he was in such a random kitchen. Like, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Like, real he, how could he have been in that kitchen? <laughs> Why would he have been there? <laughs> like, Why I, that's been not that his kitchen. kitchen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we were rejecting it. Yeah, it's not real. No, he's but perfect. it's a great photo. It's. it's <laughs> I love that photo. Yeah, and I guess he like wouldn't because there aren't many paparazzi pictures you see of him 
wow, he's like a really private guy. He Do really you know he lives. Is. Like, is he a London? Yeah, they live in London. Because also, Sookie is British, isn't she? I don't know. Actually, no, about they her. live in LA. But I do think they have a home in London as well. I don't know anything about Suki. Suki? Suki? I say Suki, but I'm sure it's not right. Do you know anything about her? What's her fact? She's a really talented musician. She oh, was a model. Um, she Her last album, which I believe is her debut album, was very, very good. People are mad at her because apparently she was with N word one time. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or false or what happened. And I'm not, I'm not going to make any, I don't know. But I'm also not going to excuse it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was amazing, beautiful, and I'm but sure. Just, like, I just feel like uninformed enough to make a statement on if it happened and what. I don't know anything about it, but if she's like a rich white girl from like LA, I'm sure she's. I'm a sure it happened, um, and that's a little bit unfortunate for her for that. Um, I was going to say something before the Suki Waterhouse N-word scandal. Um, <laughs> the the N-word N-word gate. scandal of it all. Um, wow, Suki, that kind of sucks. It's also. <laughs> Sucky, that's pretty cringe of you. Um, I wonder if, oh, okay, I remember. Um, But before that, I wonder, like, sometimes I wonder, like, what Robert Pattinson is like as a person. Like, would you want to meet him? I would, because I genuinely also feel like in his interviews and stuff, like, he seems so lovely. Like, and that's not coming from me just, like, being obsessed with him. (laughs) But honestly, a little bit, obviously, bias is real. But, like, he has a video, I want to say it's with Dior, where it's, like, a day in the life of, like, him in Paris, like, and honestly, like, in the first instant of the video, like, it's, like, him opening a door to, I think, his hotel room, and he opens it, and he's just, like, hey! And then he was, like, no, no, we gotta do another take. (laughs) And they, like, do another take, and it's, like, they spend a day with him, and he just seems, like, I think him, like, being reclusive, like, honestly has helped him like not be insane. Like I think he seems really cool and fun. Yeah, I think like that's the way to do it. I think also like knowing his partner is Suki Waterhouse. Like she seems really cool and fun, minus any potential scandal. And like <laughs> I just like find their dyna- like the idea of their dynamic very fascinating. And even when they've like spoken about each other, I think mm-hmm. it's so beautiful and pure. And like I do think he'd be like very cool to hang out with because also that photo shoot he did in the pandemic that he shot himself oh. was. I think one of the most, like, amazing photo shoots, and it was, like, speaking about his experience of, like, being in quarantine, like, as he was, like, filming, and, like... He's such, like, a bleeding heart artist. It's, like, kind of cool. Like, we don't have a lot of, like, artists like that anymore where it's, like, you're obsessed without it being cringe, even though I don't... I love, even if it's cringe when you're obsessed, but, like... No. Well, you can... I mean, you can, and you do. I just think that there are, like, levels of actors, and I think, like you can be an obsessive actor. Like, you could be, like, Jared Leto. Like, and you don't... And it's, like, that's what we fear he would become. Yeah. And luckily, he, like, is someone who's obsessed with this art and, like, has made that so prominent by, one, delivering some of the best performances by That's what it is. You have to be good at it. You can't be, like, sending, like, dead rats to Viola Davis and and you can't outact her. Like, come on, Jared. Like, don't do that. If you're going to be like that, why aren't you good? (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't you good? You spend all day talking about it, make yourself go crazy. You're not even that crazy or that good. Yeah, and it's, like, at least for Robert Pattinson, like, he seems so dedicated to the art, but then it's, like, he also seems like he's having fun. Yeah. And like chooses roles, and he's he killing wants it. Why would you in? not? Yeah. As Robert Pattinson, why would you not be having fun? You're like literally killing it. Yeah, literally live, laugh, love. And the thing that I was, I, I remember that I didn't know until I was like preparing for this is I actually didn't know that he wrote music, has a band, like sings, also has two songs in the Twilight movies. Yeah, which didn't know at all. I would love to see him. Like, does he perform? Like, are there videos of him? Like, no, I don't think he performs. And honestly, I don't even know like how much of his music is like accessible to listen to. Because oh, even, like, the songs off the Twilight 
like soundtracks that he's on, I don't even think they're like credited to him. It's like a different, he like see, performs under a different name. So people don't often know it's him. But I don't think he's like produced music in a while. I actually don't yeah. know much about his music, I will say. I mean, the song that's in Twilight in the first one, like, is good. It's a hit. It's a hit to me. Yeah, they just said they put it in without asking him. And then he was like, okay, that's fine, I guess. It's cool. So it's kind of cool that he was like a reluctant little. Uh, I don't mean music that, I don't know. star. Wow, just so talented. You're an incredible actor. You're an incredible person, it seems. So funny. Sexy as hell. Sexy as hell. What can't, can't Robert Pattinson it. do? I don't know. He does it all for me. He, really he does is it all. a real multi hyphenate. <laughs> you're both, you're two peas in a pod. Oh my God, can't you're wait for peas. us to talk about that. And, um, <laughs> and I mean it. I was like, did you know we're both multi hyphenate? He's like, who are you? <laughs> we're the same person. And then I'm going to go up to him, I'm going to be like, you're Jacob Elordi. Like, <laughs> not really, but like, you're a 20 point. But the thing Elordi. is, I feel like if you said, oh my God, Jacob Elordi, like, he would go along with I No, think, I think he would also, I think he would respect Jacob Elordi. But I think he would genuinely not quirked correct you. Quirked up white you. boys, respect quirked up oh, white boys. Oh, absolutely. But I think he would not correct you, go along with a bit, and then on some interview later, he'd be like, I just lied about being Jacob Elordi. That was like <laughs> when, that was like when Charlie XCX was getting interviewed, and they were like, how did you write Royals? And she was like, yeah, I wrote Royals because I was 17 from New Zealand and I love it. And like she just went along <laughs> with it and the, the, and the word was like, I love it. You're so talented. She's like, yeah, I'm Lord. <laughs> it was like fully not Lord, but put okay. some respect on Charlie XCX name. I'm putting it. We're putting it. So now we have our first little segment. Ooh. It's going to be a really fun little game. So this is called, hold up. I'm nervous. Like, what is it? I wasn't prepped for the games. I know. Okay, yeah, this is good. So this is called the Prattle Rattle Off. I'm going to rattle off some random, fun, bite-sized little questions, and you're just going to answer them. They're going. They're about anything. Like, I'm so they're about nervous. anything and everything, and it's just going to help us like get to know you a little bit more and have some fun. All right. You're going to kill it. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite bad movie? Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Twilight's an incredible masterpiece. But it's also like a bad. I mean, okay. Actually, 27 Dresses. Is that Katherine Heigl? Yeah, and James Marsden. He never looked better. James Marsden, a movie legend star for a time. I genuinely, I've seen that movie like probably 50 times. Like I, that I've is like a, oh, well, I can't wait for tomorrow night. We're going to watch it. Like okay. I, <laughs> it's, so beautiful. it's like one of my, it's like a movie I will always return to. I will always revisit. And I just really love it. It's like she's a bridesmaid 27 times, right? Yeah. It's like the vibe. And it's just... So stupid and honestly bad, and it's the best. That's beautiful. That's it. gorgeous. Um, okay. You're organizing your dream festival. Who are the three headliners for each day? I feel like you could literally say this one. Okay, actually, wait, <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess, and you you critique. Well, now I'm stressed. Okay, let me guess. I'm gonna say that the Friday, no, we're gonna start Saturday is the most important, Sunday, Sunday most important. I actually don't know. So that we don't have to worry okay, about that. Okay, we don't have to worry about that. One of them's Mitski. T. One of them's Amine. T. And the third person, I don't want to fuck this up. I'm going to say. It's so obvious for me. I know. I feel like I'm like, I'm like overthinking it. I'm overthinking it for sure. That's what I do best though. I want to <laughs> say Gaga, but I don't know. I don't think you want to see a Gaga show. And I think it's Mitski. It's Amine. And it's Mr. Mr. Harry Styles. Yep, Harold Edward Styles. Harold Styles. Yep. That was not his name. I said Hedrold. Harold Edward Styles. Yeah. That's my man. Okay, who are you most excited to see? Like, which set are you most excited to see? That's a really good question. I have seen all of them a lot, I will say. Yeah. And I think at a festival, Amine would be the most fun. 
I was not expecting you to say that at all. Because I think Mitski's like, you're sad. <laughs> you're sad. You're right like, there. I'm on the stage. I have my and guitar. And we're all crying. And we're and like thinking crying. about our mothers or something. <laughs> like, and I I don't know. Like, And that feels like a Friday night. Like, we're just getting into the weekend. Let's yeah. like vibe it out. Yeah. Saturday is me- like makes sense for it to be meaning. And like, I think I would feel overwhelmed by a hairy set at a festival. Because even like, yeah. I felt like I even attempted to go to Coachella by any means. But I was so, I had. You said, I can't do that. I won't be Yeah, there. like I never <laughs> even like, I wasn't even upset I wasn't there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't want any of that. like, I have chosen the moment. I just look like, I'm not a festival person, but like, I do think Amine would be like so fun. Well, we did see Amine and we're seeing Mitski. So now we have to figure out a way to see Harry. Although he's done. He just made like yeah. half a please billion dollars. Like, yeah, please. Yeah. He's, he's been touring for like years straight. Yeah. And I he's been working since he's been like 12. He wasn't 12 in one direction, but like 14. Could have been. Actually, he wasn't probably far off. He's probably like 14. He was in, yeah, they're like 15, 16. You can only use one social media site for the rest of your life, which is it? Instagram. But it's only because for tattooing, that's like my business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I have to be on Instagram keep the money. to tattoo. But like, but like for funsies. Yeah, for funsies or like, what do you like? Yeah, like when you, I guess maybe you don't. Like when you're like, I need to unwind. Like which? What do you think just, I'm not unwinding? No, but like I don't think you're a person <laughs> who's like I need to scroll. Up. No, no, I, think you're, I don't think you're a person who scrolls to unwind. I do scroll. I scroll. Thank you and for you thinking Instagram. otherwise. Yeah. I scroll actually. I mean, I scroll on TikTok, but I think like if I'm thinking at large for my life, I like I think I'm on Instagram more. It is linked to my business. I think. You know, I would get the uh, reels would give me the TikTok fill. You also post on your stories the most I've any. I know, and I feel like that's how I'm connected to my to my community. <laughs> Bravely, beautifully, had to come off IG so they can't stalk me. If you I'm always to- saying that. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to guess what your top Spotify rap song is going to be this year, what is it? This year. This year. Ooh, I bet, and I know this album just came out, so it really makes it feel like Priyat's. October, but I will say this is like a tangent, but like one year and Amine dropped like a mixtape in November and it was my most listened to album of the year. Which is actually, which is because also Priya's always listening to music. <laughs> so I don't even, like, I don't even know how many, there's not enough tracks on an album for, but you know, if yeah, it's not like good, from November to just to like for six <laughs> weeks, I listen, it literally said you hit play on this album 560 times or something. That's and so I was like, crazy. How is that even possible? It is the only thing I listen Alexa, to. Alexa, play repeat by Ayaz. Honestly. I think, Actually, no, play that Amina album. Honestly, play, play it all. <laughs> I think it would be Red Wine Supernova by Chapel Rowan. Oh my god. This gosh. album just came out like a week ago from recording date. And I just it's I just hit play and I just play it over and over and over and over again. I need that. And it's amazing. You love that. Yeah. Okay. If you had to guess what your Spotify rap top song would have been for your seventh grade year, what would you think would it have been? Probably like Love Bug by Jonas Brothers or something. No. Yeah, that is that's an incredible That's a great I mean, this is an, an amazing song. And I feel like it came out that year when I was like 12. I love the Jonas Brothers. I love that album. I love When You Look Me In The Eyes. I love, we know that's an older one. Love Bug was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Don't need it. SLS. (laughs) Yeah, no, everyone. (laughs) I'm sorry, everyone. There's no auto-tune on the mics. Um, (laughs) And, okay, finally, do you have a friend, Ick? Do you have a friend, Ick? Yeah. What's your friend, Ick? (laughs) I mean, like, yeah. I have an Ick when a friend, every time they offer a hangout spot, it's, clearly just convenient for them like they're okay. only like let's go to this bar by my apartment let's go to this coffee shop by my apartment let's hang out at my apartment and i'm like get out of your apartment babe. get out yeah i'm like i 
think I feel like you know the semi trade. We hang out a lot, and yeah, I hang out like, with a lot of people a lot. And I feel like I work very hard to be flexible. Yeah, and like I also think I am someone who like because I really like food and like restaurants and like I'm always like looking at restaurant openings in New York. Yeah, I'm like I will like travel to this restaurant, so I'm like oh I want to try this place. Yeah, and it is like convenient enough for both of us. Like it's equally as convenient and inconvenient for both of us to go to. And then if the other person's like, oh, that's like annoying to get to, I'm like, well, it's equally as annoying for me. Also, I hate, why the fuck are we living in New York City with buses, trains, automobiles? Like, I hate when people act like it's hard to get anywhere in New York, where it's like, it's actually not that, it's like the easiest city to get around for anything. So it's like, I don't know why you can't, or when people are like, oh, I don't like going to Bushwick, or like, I don't like going. It's like, get on the fucking train. It's funny because I'm the opposite, though. I don't want to go to Manhattan. So I can't. But you do that, but you would that. Like, <laughs> you wouldn't like. I will. I will never on principle if someone's like, like, because even like one of my best friends like lives in Midtown. And whenever we hang out, I always like, when I, I always end up planning it just because I'm a control freak. And I will always pick spots in Manhattan. And she's always like, why do you do that? Like, because I was like, you live in Manhattan and I don't want you to think I'm going to always make you come. So yeah. Brooklyn for me, and also it's like I just coordinate it on days where I go to into the city for work. So I'm like, it's fine. It makes sense. But yeah, like I – it genuinely like frustrates me so much where someone is like only pick spot with within like a dis- like radius of where they live yeah. for their convenience. It's a little – And it's like if I – Yeah, it feels a little inconsiderate. It also feels like I am like an afterthought. It's kind of mm. like – I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Where I'm just kind of like, you don't want to put effort into seeing me. Yeah. Get on the fucking train. I don't know. That's all I have to say. Like, get Especially on the train. Especially someone who like, I understand like some people just like don't live near trains. But I'm also like, I don't think any of my close friends don't live near trains. Yeah. And it's also like the, what's the word? The scale and scope. It's like actually in the terms of like cities in the world, we all live near a train. If you live in New York, you live, like even if you have to walk 15 minutes, it's like, that's still like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can get on a bus. I, I love the buses. Going on. I still haven't used the bus yet. I need to like figure that out. Don't admit that on air. <laughs> get on the bus. Get on the bus. Okay. And for our last little segment, this is Prattle About. This is where I choose a little topic. I talk to you about it and we see what you feel about it. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. So I, I was like thinking about like what's just on my heart right now. And I was thinking, everyone, put some respect on Katy Perry's name. <laughs> Put some respect on Catherine Did Hudson's Did you see that bathroom performance? Is that what happened to you? Bathroom performance? <laughs> what is this? You haven't seen her performing in the bathroom. What kind? Whose bathroom where? I don't remember whose bathroom Is it Hailey Bieber's? No, it's like a, there are stalls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, hold up. I need to see. Okay, this is scary. Wait, before I, I'm Breaking like about news. to go on a rant being like in defense of her. But I will say as I'm looking this up though, because <laughs> I feel like. Everyone's the joke, not the joke, but like it, I get that since everyone sees her as like this washed up icon of the tens and she's like just a judge on American Idol and like witness flopped and prism flopped. First of all, witness and prism were not flops sonically. They were amazing albums. I don't know about their sales, but they were amazing. And Katy Perry, Teenage Dream is the pop Bible. Like yeah. there is no like, that is one of the best pop albums ever. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And I just hate how people really discount her. Are you a Katy Perry? No, I am person? kind of like in your Katie I Pe- think I'm less of where you're at, but I do feel that I'm there. I do think that every like like so much of her music is like foundational pop music. Yes. And yes, I think that it is surprising yes. to me. Like I, when I'm tattooing, I have a playlist and like my playlist has like a lot of old Katy Perry. And you are like never really over and like stuff like that. Or like Harley's in Hawaii or like whatever. And people, it'll come on and people are like, oh my God, I forgot how fucking good this song is. Yes. And like, 
so many people, like every single time, literally, I would say like 95% of the time an old Katy Perry song comes on in the studio, like some somebody comments being like, I this song is so good. I like, I can't believe it. And it's like, yeah, like we all forgot because now we, she has kind of just become the figure she is right now. Yeah. And we think like, yeah. I don't know what her last like big radio hit was. Like for me, it was That's like true. never really over, which I think is one of the best songs. Like I think it was an amazing pop song. But I also think people generally don't want to give praise to to pop artists. Right. And also I feel like Katy Perry is like a pop artist where she does exactly what she needs to do so well. Yes. She has such a clear vision. Her like her Vegas show, I think, is so I, I wish I was there. I, I wish I was there every single day. Um, because it's so beautiful. And it's like, how lucky are we to have like a camp queen as a pop star who just like her whole thing is like big sets and big colorful whatever and like fun like dancey pop and people just hate fun and people hate dancey well also but it's like frustrating in the sense that I'm like how is she well this is gonna be a crazy sentence that everyone's gonna put the pitchforks down I but like wait. I feel like a lot of what she does is like almost like the flip side of what Gaga does like she has her mm. eras like she is yes, like yes, you yes. know like creating a persona and living within it for the duration of that album and yes. like tour cycle yeah. and like yeah some of them like i i mean honestly God, like were we all screaming in joy for Joanne? i'm like right. i don't know no right yeah, but like no one is like vilifying aren't. gaga in the way that like i feel that katy perry is vilified and yeah, like they call it like a flop and like it's like this is a woman with multiple Diamond Records. Yes. Like, and she like, sells. She sells. I think that she is so fun live. She seems so sweet. Who cares if she's on American Idol? We as a nation used to be so deeply obsessed with American Idol. It's an institution. Like, it really is. It's and then an suddenly we turned on it, and so did I, but still. like, <laughs> But I don't know why it did. I think it's just because the hosts changed, or the judges changed, and we were so so accustomed to them. Also, Katy Perry has one of the craziest urban legends. Not urban legends because it's literally happened. Oh, she's a robot or something? No, when oh. she was on um, the, this these, she like bought a house that like, she like bought a house that a monastery, not a monastery, what's a coven? Not a coven. Wait, what's it for nuns? A covenant? Covenant. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's right. Whatever it's closer, the, I don't know. The place for nuns, whatever the place for nuns is, like they like want, it was like the, they wanted a that or something. Nunnery. And so she was like, these nuns were suing her and the nun that was suing her like, Died. died in court. And now she's suing this other guy for something and he's like dying. And people are like, don't sue Katy Perry. You're I don't fucking think died. I think that's crazy. You're fucking dying. Well, did you look up her in the bathroom? <laughs> I need you to see her in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Also, I remember when she was pr um, promoting Bon Appetit, she did like this like pop up thing in. Uh, the Whitney and she was like under a cloche and basically like invited people in who weren't Katy Perry fans. They just invited random people in uh, and they would like take it off and like no one was shocked and it was like so awkward and I'm bad. sorry, even if I wasn't a Katy Perry fan, I would be shocked. It's like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but if I opened up a cloche and <laughs> Taylor Swift's oh, there. Oh, okay, yes, yes. When she's singing Harley's in Hawaii in the In the bathroom. It's like a bathroom. bathroom. Why is she in a bathroom? Because you know what? She's the shit and she knows it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of ties in with her Vegas show and the giant shit. She's okay. Yeah, you're that's right. Her routine. Right, perfect, yeah, that, we she's got in her it. shit era. Okay, <laughs> but in like a beautiful way, <laughs> in a positive, like non-derogatory. She's in her shit era. <laughs> right, non-derogatory. Positive parentheses, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to wrap up. Oh my Thank goodness. Thank you so much for coming. Do you have a closing statement about our Pats, Robert Pattinson, to him, about him, whatever you want to say? My closing statement is Robert Pattinson. If you're listening, come he is. get come get a tattoo. Um, and for those of you who are not Robert Pattinson who are listening, you should get into it. <laughs> 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 That's 
really all there is to say. He is an amazing actor. You should watch High Life. And it's also by like a indie female director. So I really do think you should watch it. Um, and those are my thoughts and my feelings. Gorgeous. Priya, thank you so much for being <laughs> thank you. my first guest. <laughs> you are amazing, incredible, show-stopping, truly always inspiring and oh lovely and goodness. the best conversationalist in the game. I'm going to make Trey write my gravestone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> After he kills me. I hope I die first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you die first that so you don't write my gravestone. Well, I was like, I never want to be in a world without you. <laughs> well, I don't want that either. We'll die at the same time. I was going to say, we're out at the same time? <laughs> um, no, we're going to be living for forever. Or actually, we won't. No, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Life, no. death, and Robert Pattinson. Thank you so much for tuning in to our very first episode. It's actually not. This is the third time I brought this podcast back. I'm like competitive. I'm like, my next debut album. I've done this three times. But this is the real deal. As you see, there's budget, there's lights, there's, and budget. there's a lot more fun to come. I'm a really expensive guest to get. Booking fee was 50K. It's crazy. No, it was higher. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for exaggerating. <laughs> I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, whatever, life. And I'll see you, catch you on the next Prattle with Trey Vane. Peace out. Bye. Slay. Slay mama. Slay mama.